go ahead and raise your hand by pressing star 2. That's going to raise your hand. I'll be able to unmute your line so you can ask Alex a question. If you're on the web and you have a question, you can go ahead and type that in, the, the little um, form there, and I will read that to Alex and he can answer your question. So, Alex, hi. Hi, Johanna. Thank you so much. And uh, welcome, everyone, to the Spiritual Laws of Nature. Uh, we're trying to start something uh, which is basically a discussion uh, each week, and also you with your family and friends at home about the issues that are important to our life. I would say about the issues that are really matters of life and death, the spiritual laws of nature, which are just as certain as the physical laws but maybe even more destructive over time. Uh, today's spiritual law, how to never make the same mistake twice. Uh, and you know, when you say that, or, or hear it, I guess, it sounds pretty third grade, sort of, you know. Well, yeah, uh, of course. But I've been doing counseling and therapy for and coaching for, I don't know, 35 years and I'm not sure if I've ever had a client who either was not the reason that they were seeing me, or maybe it wasn't the reason, but it was still a big negative contributing factor to their life that they kept repeating the same mistakes in their life, all right? And we all do it. And, and, uh, and I, would, I would go to the great apostle Paul, who... Uh, is considered by many the greatest apostle and uh, that great big uh, church building in Rome named after him. And, and, and no, no, the one in London is, is named after him. The one in Rome, I think, is after Peter. But anyway, the great apostle Paul couldn't do it. He said, what I want to do is not what I do, but what I do is what I don't want to do, and I do it over and over and over. But think about that for a minute. If, if it was your children, and they kept repeating the same mistake over and over and over and over, you'd probably get a little bit put out with them. After a while, like if you told your, your child, okay, uh, you cannot have a piece of candy unless you come and ask me first, and that's probably going to be, you know, like after lunch or after dinner or whatever, and you found that they kept eating candy at all other times, and they weren't asking you, you know, you'd have to have a talk about that. This is not, and you, and you might even say to them, son, daughter, it's not that difficult. You come and ask me first, okay? That's it. Why can't you get this? It's not rocket science. It's not that hard. But yet, as adults, virtually every one of us do it, okay? So I want to explore that a little bit. And to me, what it boils down to is what law you are living under in your life. There's, there's two systems of right and wrong. And I'm not going to go into detail about this, but there's a lot more about this in the uh, foundational materials on the YouTube channel. But the first system of right and wrong is in harmony with natural law, meaning... A body in motion stays in motion. Gravity. Uh, for every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. You know, those are natural laws. And you can live kind of your life, meaning not just 
not just the physical part of not jumping off a building, but you can live your life by natural law, which is if I do good, I get good. If I do bad, I get bad. Action, reaction, karma, reap what you sow, whatever. Or I believe you can live by spiritual law, which is what we talk about here every week. And the reason I'm doing this and what I've done the great majority of the time with people that I've worked with. And there is a spiritual law you can live by, I believe, where if you do, there's still good and bad things, but in this law, if you do good, you get good. If you do bad, you still get good. Well, if you're living under the natural law, then every time you think about doing something you believe you're not supposed to do, like having ice cream. Now, I believe in ice cream, but not a half gallon a day, probably, even though I love it enough to eat a half a gallon a day. But the problem is, if I'm not having a great day, and so I start thinking about that Bluebell chocolate ice cream or that Bluebell cookies and cream ice cream, when I believe I should not have any today, we now know that that is the only thing in the world, as far as we know now, that activates both the positive and the negative hormones and chemicals in my brain and nervous system. They learned this from research on internet porn, okay? Typically, if I'm thinking about a fear-based thing, the negative chemicals get released. If I'm thinking about a love-based thing or doing it, the positive chemicals get released. But when I am imagining doing something that I don't believe I should do, after a certain period of time, it pulls the switch on all hormones and all chemicals. And it is a chemical tidal wave that some of the researchers have compared to taking heroin. And consciously or unconsciously, once you experience that, you want to experience it again. It's a rush, okay? So now, th now thinking about the ice cream isn't just about the ice cream. It's also to get that rush, okay? And then I eat the ice cream, and, and then if I'm living in natural law, here comes all this guilt and shame for doing it, okay? So I get, I get tempted into doing it by all these chemical hormone rush, and then after I do it, I get beat over the head with guilt and shame for doing it, all which makes it much more likely that I'm going to do it again. On the other hand, if I'm living by the law of love, if you do good, you get good. If you do bad, still long-term, you get good. Then I don't have that rush of chemicals, okay? And when I do the thing that I believe I shouldn't do, I don't get beat over the head with guilt and shame. I, I likely experience, after a little bit of disappointment with myself, but that's usually really light. I go to gratitude and thankfulness that I don't have guilt and shame about doing it. Because no matter what, I get good. All right? But probably one person in a hundred that I've ever met 
is naturally in their own life living exclusively in the law of love. Almost everyone is living in natural law or they're living in natural law and calling it spiritual law or they're living in 50% natural law, 50% love, okay? When you get to when you get to a place where you're living 90% in the law of love, it changes this whole paradigm and no, you will never be able to always do what you want to do, but it will be infinitely better. And it will not be a constant tension and stress thing. Okay? You'll feel, you'll feel like someone's taking hand, handcuffs off of you. It's wonderful. Um, but almost all of us are programmed for the natural law. And so we, we have to sort of do a, uh, 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 human hard drive virus removal first before some of us can get to that law of love and do it. So, but there's a lot more about that in the teaching for this week. I just wanted to kind of um, hit the high points. But um, this is a crucial issue because if you're living in the constant tension of doing regularly what you believe you shouldn't do and then all the negative chemicals and the negative thoughts and feelings from that, it becomes a vicious cycle that can keep you stuck in your life for decades. So that's it for me, Johanna, for the overview. No, conscious conflict can be related to that, okay? Um, conscious conflict is when I believe I shouldn't do something, and I'm thinking of doing it anyway. So in that case, yes, that could be, that could initiate that chemical rush, but it's, it, it's also more than that. It is that. But it's more than that. It, it's, it's, it, we get into this addiction, not just for the ice cream, but for the rush thinking about the ice cream. So it becomes a double whammy. Um, but yeah, she's right. It is, or whoever's right. It is related. Hi, Marilyn. Good day.
childhood because everything I did, everything I wanted to do, everything I enjoyed was a sin. And I walked away when I was 22 because I didn't think, I didn't feel that I could, I couldn't give anything up. You right. Know, I might as well go and enjoy it. I'm going to hell anyway, so I might as well go and enjoy life first. And so I, I, I was sort of feeling when I listened to these videos that I'm, to do this, I'm going back to that where nothing I can do. Yeah. Nothing I could do was right. Right. Anyway, uh, um, I woke up half an hour ago, and I started to, I used my trilogies, I'm sorry, my, my LT3s in the early hours that I wake up. Uh-huh. And so I, I healed on feeling that everything I did was a sin. Right. And then I healed, I healed on... I felt grief and traumatized that I couldn't do good and be good. And then I healed on feeling grief and traumatized that I couldn't heal myself good, that I couldn't heal myself doing the right thing every time. And then I healed on being angry with God that I couldn't do this. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel that mountain there anymore. Oh, wonderful. I, I, I would say, Marilyn, to be sure you're not trying to do it by willpower because if Paul couldn't do it by willpower, I sure can't and and I doubt you can too. This is not supposed to be done through willpower. This is supposed to be done with, um, you know, uh, waking up and saying, I can't do this. God, please help me, you know, live in love as best I can today. Please help me commit in my life to living in love in the present as best I can, not just for a while to see if it works, but forever and ever, amen. I can't do that. Please help me get to a place where I can. Um, I, I don't know that I've ever seen one person, Marilyn, do this by their willpower. So you're not supposed to be able, in your strength, so to speak, to do this. You use the tools and... Uh, and pray, and, and, and every day, speak to God, speak to your heart, please help me do this, I can't, you're going to have to give me the strength. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome, but that's wonderful that the mountain went away, so I would, I would keep at it, and, and the place that, the, the place that we're going for here is a place where it's no longer really so much about doing the right or wrong because it's all been paid for anyway. Now it's about thankfulness, gratitude, learning, um, being honest with ourselves and others, sharing, helping other people. Uh, it, it's not about the rules and sin and right and wrong anymore so much. It's about just love as best I can. And, and, and best you can is more than enough in every case. Thank you. Okay. Johanna? I do feel so much better than I did half an hour ago. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, let's keep it going. Marilyn has or anything 
web, you can type your question in, and I will read it to Alex. And let me just see if we have any other hands up for a moment. All right, so I don't see any other hands up, Alex. It looks like um. Okay. Well, remember if you hear this, that you can send your question in, we'll answer it, post it, and you can listen to it whenever it's convenient for you. But again, the whole point of this, let's start talking about these big, important spiritual issues of our life again. Um, so even if you're not coming here to share with this discussion, hey, over the breakfast table or or... or with a friend at lunch, say, hey, ha have you thought about kind of what the meaning of life is lately? Ha have you thought about what your specific purpose in life is, and are you doing that? Have you thought about, um, uh, do, do you keep making the same mistakes over again in your life, or is it just me? And let's start talking and helping each other uh, live a life of love. So that's it for me. I love you. God bless you. Thank you, Johanna. All right. Thank you so much, Alex. God bless you.